0: Three, two, one. <sighs> wow. Oh, my God, that's cold. Welcome back to You Betcha Radio Podcast, the coldest podcast in all of the Midwest. I'm Miles, the You Bet You guy. I'm here with Ryan, the t-shirt guy. We got a great podcast coming for for you. We got March Madness. We got an interview with a guy named Taylor. He is runs Dude Dad Facebook page. Um, it's got a bunch of funny content. We'll get into that interview. And then we also are going to talk, one, our bar takeovers, but two, just the different types of people you see at the bar every time you go. Um So let's just get into the show here. You betcha. We know that life is way too short to hold your own drink. And that's why we have the Bev buckle. Now the Bev buckle is a belt buckle that is the world's first retractable drink holder. And I tell you what, this thing holds your Bush lattes like a charm. They are handmade here in the U S and these guys were also on Shark Tank, so they are the perfect gift for someone who loves to drink bush lattes but you know just doesn't want to be bothered with the fact of holding the bush latte. You can find these guys on their social media at BevBuckle or on their website, BevBuckle.com. That's B-E-V-B-U-C-K-L-E.com. And if you want 15% off of your order, use promo code UBETCHA with no space. That's Y-O-U-B-E-T-C-H-A, Betcha promo code 50% off at BevBuckle.com. And I hope that you guys love your Bush Latte Holder. I want to talk to you guys about U-Motors Motorsports and Marine located in Fargo, North Dakota and Pelican Lake, Minnesota. They have all of the best brands. Honda, Yamaha, Ski-Doo, Can-Am, Sea-Doo, Natique Boats, Super Boats, Supreme Boats, all of the boats, and even Avalon Pontoons. If you mention this ad, you can get 20% off parts and accessories, and obviously some exclusions may apply, but you can get 20% off parts and accessories. You can check them out on Facebook, Instagram, but also at their website, Umotorsinc.com again. That's Umotorsinc.com. I would venture to say it's almost the nectar of the gods. Back baby back. I want my Oh my god, that's cold.
1: Oh you betcha, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Thanks again for tuning in to the U Betcha Radio Podcast, Episode Twelve. Yeah, we're we're on twelve. <laughs> okay, thanks for that. That makes it like three months, Ryan. Yeah.
0: yeah three three months of job
1: security that's a pretty good start for me be careful <laughs> guys remember go follow us on social media at oh, Ou betcha that's at oh betcha on top of our main you betcha page go follow me ryan the t-shirt guy that's at ryan the t-shirt guy um, we also got a couple other cool pages that we had pop up within probably the last month um, at moms.hotdish the official midwestern meme page of OU oh, you betcha as well as the ranch wrangler we're trying to wrangle up the best viscosity, the best ranch in all the Midwest weekly. So go tune into that page at Ranch Wrangler, and guys, the nectar of the mountains shirts. Not even shirts, crewnecks, crewnecks, we shirts. Fi- we finally got some sweatshirts. <laughs> They're in. Perfect time for for the springtime. The snows yeah, melting. It's not
0: too heavy. It's a nice light crewneck. So it's
1: sweater weather. <laughs> And I would consider you, this like, um, uh, like a bulkier long sleeve shirt, um, a crew neck, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, perfect for the springtime. So go check them out. We're bringing back the Nectar of the Mountains on the baby blue. Give them a quick audio visual of the, uh, the Nectar of the Mountains crew neck.
0: We're going to start with the material of the shirt. The shirt is a nice, soft, poly-cotton blend, uh, but it is also like garment-tied. And so it's... Not a bright color, but it's more of a, uh, what is it, a Pantone
1: color? Yeah, I think so. It's
0: more of a Pantone color. Um, it is a soft baby blue shirt with a drop shoulder cut on the sleeve. Then we head to the design. The design is your classic Nectar of the Gods mountains shirt with red and white. It finishes with a soft inside of the sweatshirt. That will make any baby fall asleep if it was swaddled <laughs> in it,
1: and that was your that was audio, <laughs> audio visual. Yeah, I always enjoyed those. Um, so you got the social media pages, you got the update on the shirts. Oh, the bar takeovers too, Ryan. Yeah, I forgot about the bar takeovers. So, I'll let you take that one over. <laughs> yeah. So we
0: have three confirmed bar takeovers so far. We're talking to other bars about it. April 27th, we're going to be at the Showboat Saloon uh, in the Wisconsin Dells. May 18th, we're going to be in Joyce, Iowa, which is in North Central Iowa. Um, we're going to be at an event center there that has a bar. Oh, Bush uh, that Yes, yeah, and May 18th, so Joyce, Iowa, Wisconsin Dells, and the third one, We'll be in Lake of the Ozarks. So this is so far. Um we'll be there the 27th. The 26th and 27th of Oh my gosh, another Bush burp. You're pushing them out. You want me to take over? No, I got this. Right. I'm gonna power through. <clears throat> July 26, 27. We'll be in the Lake of the Ozarks in Missouri um for the third confirmed bar takeover. There are more dates to come as we lock them down. Um you think uh Jason Bateman
1: will be at the Ozarks?
0: Well, that's what I'm that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried that I'm gonna be walking into a money laundering scheme here. I'm gonna keep um, my eye
1: open. Maybe we're going to the bar that he owns. We we very well could be, Ryan. <laughs> so
0: we'll uh we'll let you know if the Ozarks bar that we go to is Mart it's Marty Bird is the character. Marty Bird, yep. Yeah, Jason Bateman's. If it's Marty the actor. Bird's uh well, I think he's got a strip club too, doesn't he? Yep. Oh, yeah. He's so, got a bunch of yeah, yeah. profitable so, businesses. Ryan will probably be at the strip club. I'll be uh, just working <laughs> my face off while he's just enjoying his time in the Ozarks. But um, those are so far more to come, but so far confirmed bar takeovers um coming this spring and this summer. It's going to be fun. The, uh, I'm pumped for it, we, man. <laughs> we've been talking about different ideas and stuff we could do. Um, right before this, we were talking that I want Ryan to bring
1: his heat press. Oh yeah, babe. <laughs> we are hot, baby. <laughs> I'm going to say that right off the, I'm going to walk in that place and I'm going to say we are hot, baby.
0: Yeah. I was saying you don't have to sell them all the, the whole time, but you know, like an hour or two just behind the heat press. Yeah. We can maybe get you a sign above it that says we are hot, baby. Oh, my gosh.
1: That'd be great. Yeah. so Maybe sell a shirt
0: with yeah, that on we're, it. We're throwing around different ideas of what we can do at these bar takeovers. I think the biggest challenge, though, Ryan, is, is we'll get more into the bar takeovers in, in a little yeah. bit. But biggest challenge is going to be drinking and trying to stay productive with the content. Right, right. So um, – That'll be my biggest challenge. I'm gonna have to overcome
1: it. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do like a maybe like a a sober April or a sober July or something, um, so that I could keep you on track.
0: Like at the takeovers. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way that the fans are gonna <laughs> let you not drink at the, at all the takeovers. I mean, at the bar, <laughs> and I won't let them either. But, um, yeah, it'll be tough. I was uh, at an event this last weekend and. Every time you turn around, there's a new bush light in your hand. So, um, I'm excited, and uh, hopefully, we can do that. But before we get into more bar takeovers, we need to talk March Madness, Ryan.
1: Your Duke, beloved baby. Duke. Yep. Wow. Tried to lose. Wow. They beat man. the seven six man. They, they beat. They beat ta- my guy uh, Taco Fall man. I am. I, I've I've got a lot of respect for Taco Fall. Um, the fact that he can literally just grab the ball raise his arms up and dunk it. it it's so jump. impressive. Yeah, I mean, but there's no talent in that. So <laughs> it's not that impressive. He's just super tall. That it's interesting you say that because if you're, I don't know, if you're seven six, if you're any seven six now, man, can the you play other basketball? Parts of his
0: game are impressive.
1: Yep. The standing and dunking locker. is
0: whatever. Yep. But to get up and down the court to move, yeah, you know that a hundred percent. His
1: joints have to just be on fire. Oh man you Imagine just constant pounding on the and, basketball floor, and like once you get in the NBA and
0: you get a bigger salary and stuff, you can do a lot of stuff to help mm-hmm. you know take care of your body. But if you're a collegiate athlete, you get like the student trainers that have yeah. no idea what they're doing <laughs> working on you, and that's about it. So I bet his joints,
1: yeah, yeah, that oh man, let's go back to the NDSU game. So NDSU was the 16 seed, um, yep. playing Duke first round. Duke looked a little bit. I think it was a four-point game at halftime. Duke, I mean, Duke just looked like they woke up out of bed um, thirty minutes before the game. And, that, we're like, we're and pl- I also think the NDSU was coming out hot. Oh yeah, because they were playing Duke and they just won the. They're hyped, like man. Or two before. I'm sure the news, the news stations, the the papers, what have you, were just crazy around NDSU, like hyping up the game. And so, do you, I mean, I wonder if like all 16 seeds like hype up this huge game against the number one seed, like. Could there be a chance? Probably not, but it's cool exposure. Um, I'm sure NDSU got crazy exposure out of it,
0: yeah. They uh, well, and they were only down by four or whatever going into the second half, yeah. And so, I mean, kudos to NDSU for that, but I mean, Duke is Duke, they're really good,
1: they survived.
0: Um, I'm I'm still adamant that they're not going to make it out of the Elite Eight, though. No, I would
1: agree. Um, I don't know. after right. the, you, uh,
0: you can't do this. You can't say that they're going to win and then also say they're not going to make it out of the elite. I'm eight. just,
1: I'm trying to be as realistic as possible. Okay. So the game against UCF, um, I think Duke's biggest lead was eight. UCF's biggest lead was like five or six. Um, it was going back and forth all game. And I mean, I, I kind of like blacked out a little bit towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> was it
0: because you were really drunk or because you were nervous? No, because I was nervous.
1: <laughs> um, the <laughs> Ryan, it's okay to say that you were blacked out. <laughs> so the Ryan Miss- had about one and a half beers and he blacked out. I was gone, man. I was so gone. <laughs> Between that and stress, um Duke didn't make their free throws down the down the down the stretch. Zion, man, missed that big free throw. Which was a blessing in disguise um because RJ Bear gets the rebound. Um which- you know, there's a questionable push, um, push from behind on rebounds. Very the questionable push, um, but that's that's March Madness. I mean, the refs are either going to let him play or they're going to they're going to call everything. Yeah. Um, so that happened. Uh, yeah, I was out of my seat. I was, whew, I was stressed, and then I think that Duke will lose to Michigan State. Really, I'm just feeling it. So they they're, they play the winner of Virginia Tech and Liberty. Liberty, Liberty,
0: Liberty. And who won Liberty. that game last night?
1: Um, Virginia Tech and Liberty? Yeah. Virginia Tech. Okay. So Duke plays Virginia Tech next. Virginia Tech's a four seed. Um, They'll beat Virginia Tech, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I think actually the best
0: Elite Eight game, if they get there, obviously, is going to be the Gonzaga, Michigan team mm-hmm. or Michigan game. If they can both make it in, through the next round into that, I think that'll be a really good Elite Eight game.
1: So, how I'm, about? Uh, I'm looking forward to that. How disappointed do you think the Wisconsin fans were after <laughs> it's the 12 5 game, man? Someone's going to get upset. Yeah. And it just happened. There was to like be,
0: three of the four 12 seeds
1: one. So, yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah, that's just crazy. I was I was four, um, four for four on the 12 5 game seed. Uh, Game, on the on 12 your bracket. Games. Yeah.
0: Nice. Yep. I made like six brackets. So I have, I, each one yep. is all different. So I, I think like half of them I had right, half of my I didn't or whatever. But
1: have you ever been to uh, a Marsh Madness game? I have not actually, no. Cause they have some in, do they have some in Iowa? I think they have some in, yes, yeah,
0: it's, it's in Des Moines right now. Okay. Kansas City,
1: Minneapolis is final four.
0: Minneapolis is the Final Four. Um, I'm trying to figure out. It doesn't say where the like the regional regional games are. Okay. But the Elite Eight is in Louisville, Kansas
1: City, Anaheim, and Washington, D.C. Okay. So now the Midwestern teams we have left in the tournament, obviously they um I'm a Duke guy, but I also like to see Midwest teams um making some noise. I is I I was still in it, aren't they? Nope, they lost in a heartbreaker. <sighs> So they were down by like twenty five. Oh yes, came back, forced it to
0: OT, ended up losing. But oh. there were a lot of tweets of like, "I'm just so I'm so happy about my Iowa team's heart." It's like, <laughs> well, that's <laughs> yeah. all you can hang your hat on when you lose. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I, it was that was crazy as well. It was like almost like madness. I would say March Madness. Yeah, but yeah. I uh, I'm excited for the rest of the tournament. Um, I think that it's actually like gone way too on script. We got a one seed, four, three, two, one, four, three, two, two, three, five. Oh, we got a five seed still left Oregon, Auburn, Auburn. Okay. Oregon's 12. That's like the only anomaly. The rest Auburn and Oregon are the only ones that aren't a three or higher. Wow. Which is actually pretty rare. Now, most of the time I was doing some research and most of the time, like the people who win the championship are one, two or three seed. Okay. Final four seat or the final four seating, though, can kind of be all over the place. Yep. Um. So it's crazy that there's only those seeds left. Um. But yeah, man, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be madness.
1: March um, madness.
0: To see how the rest of it goes. So coming up now, we uh, I got to interview uh, his name's Taylor. He's from Dude Dad. He is a, he's been doing videos like I've been doing for like three-plus years now. Yep. Um, he got into the game way earlier than I did. And um, he's from South Dakota originally, so he's a Midwest guy, born and raised. Um, and then he's been living in L.A. for how many years now? And so he's got an interesting perspective of like – the Midwest life, but also the L.A. life. And so um, we interview him about all things Midwest, all things L.A. And uh, he spent the day at the bunker shooting a video with me.
1: Yeah, so this was the first in-person podcast interview yep, in studio. that we've done.
0: Yeah, I tell you what, though. He uh, might have looked better in that, s- that spot than you, Ryan. So. That's um, what I'm saying, man. Three months and three <laughs> months deep in his job security. <laughs> <laughs> mostly because I just haven't found anyone else. <laughs> um, no, it was fun, and uh, I hope he had a good time here at the bunker. He, he walked in, and it was just like, you know, I just got my crap laying everywhere because we don't have much in here yet still because right, it's right. just like mm-hmm. well, we've you have been had to doing to other IKEA. stuff. <laughs> yeah, we to go to Ikea. <laughs> and I bet he was just like, oh, man, this looks like my kid's room <laughs> after after I don't make them clean it for a few <laughs> days. But, um. Yeah. So here's that interview with Taylor. All right, guys, I would love to welcome on in studio. You're our first guest in studio, by wow. the way. Um, Taylor Kalmus from Doodad. That's right. You are a you've been doing this f- longer than I have, obviously.
2: Just yeah, a little bit.
0: It was been like three years or so. It's a little
2: over three years now. I started the channel. As soon as my uh as soon as my first son was born. I now I have a son and a daughter, three year old and a one year old, and that's basically what my channel is about is being a being a dad while also still being a dude.
0: I love it. I see you got bushlight, so you are from <laughs> whoa.
2: <laughs> Coming in hot with yeah. the Bush Light. Um
0: so you're from South Dakota.
2: Yes. Um Middle of nowhere, South Dakota, not just South Dakota, like no, like not near Sioux Falls, like a ways from Sioux Falls.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like in the middle of nowhere. There's middle like 800 nowhere. people, right? Eight, Do you yeah, guys have Howard. a stoplight
2: or not? I don't think so. I feel like, I was saying this the other day, I think there was a, a like a light that flashed somewhere, but there's definitely no stoplight. <laughs> yeah. Like a solar powered
0: light on a stop sign is what you're yeah, saying? Yeah. There's
2: no way there's solar power there, but maybe. <laughs> it's a nice town though. We got a great pool. You guys got a pool. We got a pool. We had a bowling alley but then this guy uh, burnt it down for the insurance money and he got caught because he hired some...
0: Classic arsonist move. Yeah, he hired
2: somebody to like burn it down and the guy got really wasted when he did it and he left the can- gas can sitting a out. Whole, a whole thing, right? It is a whole thing. And that could be, be a total rumor. Honestly, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened. <laughs> but that's what happens in the
0: small towns is rumors. Lots of rumors, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so your page is a lot about your family. It's a lot about... It's obviously very funny. Um, so Thank you guys got to check them out. Um, um, one of your best videos that has gone viral, uh, that's usually the buzzword people use is Boom. the, you basically like pimped out your kids, uh, like, what do you call it? The, oh, elect- the uh the, uh, uh, <laughs> uh,
2: the power wheels car, power wheels car. Yes. Yeah. So we took his power wheels car. I bought this power wheels for like 40 bucks. And, Did you get it on
0: Craigslist or something?
2: Uh, yeah. Offer up. I think. Nice, I like it. 40 bucks. Got a couple of couple of rattle cans. And I first I took the whole thing apart, repainted the whole thing to look like a classic Jeep. And then I took my uh Milwaukee drill batteries and which is an 18-volt battery. Yep. So I increased the power from 12 volts to 18 volts. <laughs> and it was like like there's a shot of me in the video where like I get in and try it myself and almost fall over, yeah, like, like, backwards. Pop, like, oh, yeah, popped a wheelie hardcore. And I was like, okay, my son's, like, three. He doesn't even know how to drive yet. <laughs> I'm like, I got to tone this down because yeah. he's going to, like, lose it. So then I, like, put in, like, a adapter thing so that I could actually adjust the speed. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. So how would you come up with that idea? Um, I wanted to do it for a while. I've seen other guys that have done it, but I'm like, I want to I do it myself. I want to mm-hmm. see how else, like the best way to do it, so I, like, had to learn a lot about electricity for that one, because, like, I... You
0: watched a lot of YouTube videos, I didn't you? I blew up
2: a couple of Transformers <laughs> doing it, like, literally, like, I had this, like, uh, power converter hooked into it at one point, and the thing about those is you cannot hook up the terminals backwards, mm-hmm. or they will explode, and mm-hmm. it literally blew a hole in the side of this thing. It was it was pretty was freaky. Was your wife, uh, like, what are you doing out there, or? She's usually got a... You know, she's she's pretty trusting, but she usually knows I'm up to something. (laughs) Yeah, she's giving me the side eye, but she's pretty uh supportive. Nice. But yeah, there's always a few questions going around like, do you think that's too tall? You know, maybe we should Yeah. Maybe we should uh Yeah come down from there, Taylor.
0: For sure. So what did you do before
2: you were what do you call yourself? Are you an internet? Personality. I don't Are know. You, like, I feel like the best term is YouTuber, but I'm so much bigger on Facebook than YouTube, so I don't like to say YouTuber because yeah. then everyone just goes to YouTube. I think people YouTube.
0: understand the term YouTuber. Yeah, people I do not think understand the term Facebooker.
2: No, because then they <laughs> just like, oh, so you waste a lot of time scrolling. Oh, you scroll and you You're like stroller? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, so I, I call myself like a video creator, content yep. creator. So I make content about uh, fatherhood, but it's like, but it's like the extreme version of that. So I'm like, it's like. Fatherhood souped up on Red Bull, you know? Dramatic. The yeah, whole it's thing. Over yeah. the top. It's like taking things to the to the tenth degree. Yep. You know, it's like Yeah, it's just it's taking it taking it up a notch. It's going what, to eleven. When, it's fatherhood dialed up to eleven.
0: When uh, people ask me what I do, I say I make videos for the internet. <laughs> and then they usually look at me How and generic. they're like so how do you pay the bills
2: <laughs> if you're if you're making videos and yeah.
0: I'm like, I'm getting by. Don't worry mm-hmm. about it. But
2: um, but what's that like for you? Because I'm sure you've went through that, too, where like for like a period, everyone just kind of looks at you and they're like, what do you what are you doing? Well, that's like, what I was going to ask you when was you like, when get you started, job. Yeah.
0: Yeah. When you started. So the one experience for me that stuck out in my mind is we I don't know if you can hear it on the podcast, but we got the neighbors yeah, that Again, sounds, banging on something. that's a
2: hammer on metal for sure.
0: So we'll let you know, keep you updated on yeah, what
2: they're gonna doing. Yeah, we're going to go check it out. They're probably putting on uh, hurricane anchors. Probably. Is what I can, I mean, based on my construction experience. Which we'll get into here. Um, but yeah, it was like my. I, I was going out to my parents' lake
0: cabin to shoot a video mm-hmm. um, by the lake about Midwesterners being on the lake and stuff. And they're like... So, like, when are you going to, like, get a job? Or, like, why why are you need- – you're just going out there to hang out. You're not actually going yeah. out there to shoot videos and stuff. And then you get a video to hit, and then they kind of start to understand after that, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but, yeah, you alluded to it. You have carpentry experience, right? Mm-hmm. Like, almost yeah. 10 years, you said?
2: Yeah, I, I worked construction for, like, 10 years back here in the Midwest. And then when I moved to L.A., just in the last, like, couple years ago – I I mean, I've always done carpentry for different things, but I started doing set construction. So building sets for commercials or TV and stuff, which is, it's all the same tools, except you're building it to last a couple of days rather than a lifetime. Um, But uh, what's the,
0: what's the most ridiculous thing you've ever built? Spaceship. (laughs) We we
2: built a spaceship for a, for a video game uh, shoot, some kind of video game. I don't even know. I signed a like bunch where of MBAs. like
0: We're like a big person, like a normal sized person, could fit into this thing. Oh and it yeah, look like massive. A sp-
2: I mean, your studio here, this has got to be like twelve thousand square feet. Yeah, about fifteen hundred. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's. uh I mean, it wasn't this big, but it was. uh I mean, it was. It was definitely big enough to to get a bunch of people in, and it had like green screens all around it, so they could yeah. put space everywhere and stuff. But that was one of the projects I worked on. Um but, uh, no, but going back to the, uh, like people taking you seriously thing, because yeah. I think that's something that like, you know, that we have in common, like we both have gotten to a place now where this is our job, mm-hmm. you know, but most people, especially in the Midwest, like that's not a normal job. You know, people don't like think of that as a normal job because right. it's not something that you can go to college for, yep. you know? Um, but so I definitely went through that too, cause like I spent years building it before i was making decent money you know so Mm -hmm. for like at least the first year i didn't make a a dime really but i was making a video every single week
0: well it was something you enjoyed doing
2: yeah and it was something i enjoyed doing and there was a lot of like even though i wasn't getting huge numbers yet or anything there was a very invested uh group of followers that made me go like i don't know what i'm doing yet but like people like it and i need to keep doing this yep um i don't know exactly how the money's going to come but you know you build a big enough audience and there's always money behind that mm-hmm. for, from some way. And, and I just, you know, I sort of stuck with it. And like my, uh, my wife and I had several conversations about it. Cause we're like, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to manage to keep doing everything. Cause I was like, you know, just trying to juggle so many balls at yep. once and like something's got to give. And me and my wife were both like, it's not do debt. You got to keep doing that. There's something there. And eventually there was. That's awesome, man. And it's one of
0: those things where that's a tough decision to make.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: because you don't know know how long people are going to want to watch, right? And it's one of those things where like, yeah, I've built a good enough audience where I think they're here to stay and watch. Mm -hmm. It's also one of those things like it could crash at any moment and everything else that you were doing
2: before you're not doing anymore. Well, especially like, I mean, now that – You know, you're in the limelight and stuff. There's no more. You can't have a scandal because (laughs) we're in the age of like one scandal. Everyone wants to burn your house down and it's done for. Yeah. Like I've always said, like, you know, my numbers will keep going up as long as I don't cheat on my wife or get some sort of drug addiction. Correct. You know? That's all. I just gotta keep making content and not do those. But things. not
0: only will your page stay relevant, I think that your marriage will stay good if you don't cheat on your wife.
2: That's true. That's <laughs> true. That's uh, that's actually one of the things that she you know made she asked me about. you not to yeah, do. Yeah, she's yeah. like, if you could not do that, it's so like, I'm, was like yeah, on the office when cool.
0: my, when Michael Scott tells Jan that he specifically asked her not to cheat on her, and then she cheated on him. <laughs> said, wait, you cheated on me when you specifically, specifically asked, asked you to- not
2: to. Yeah, um, that's how you know you've got a good marriage, though, is if you don't cheat on each other. I would I would agree. That's I I would just wanted to drop some like relationship yeah, dr- well, knowledge drop, on you. Drop some dad knowledge on us here. Okay, all right. Um, so if your kid listens to you, that's good. You're a good <laughs> you're a good dad. If your kid doesn't listen to you, you might still be a good dad. Kids don't listen.
0: Yeah. Um. So really. Being a dad is, sounds like a crapshoot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Being a dad, absolutely a crapshoot. It's all predetermined. So yeah. like you might be a good dad. You might not be. Don't can't, worry about it. You can't trump DNA. Yeah. yeah. No. <clears throat> um, No, be like. If I was that,
0: a dad, hold on. if I was a dad, I would, every time my kid would do something bad, I'd be like, oh, that's your mother's DNA. That's her yeah, fault. Just push it off. Every time they do something good, that must have been my that DNA coming yeah. through.
2: That sounds like you because it sounds like you because <laughs> I've got a feeling you're going to marry someone super sketchy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like she's going to be a train wreck. Yeah. Like she's like on the outside. she have a lot of like pretty packaging and stuff, you know, and be like a really great person to take to barbecues. Yeah. But then like you get in the car and she like 10 a, things are going to come up about that you did at that barbecue.
0: Yep. And then she's going to start abusing me and then I'm going to be part of a scandal and it's going to be a whole thing. Yeah. And that's the downfall. You're going to be, be you hiding. Betcha. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's, that's the thing. That's going to be the little hidden secret.
0: Um, so one thing, you grew up in the Midwest. So I would say you are a perfect example of a duality, right? You, yes. are, you got the Midwest values and culture growing up, but you've moved away and you've been away for a little while, you live in LA. Mm-hmm. I want you to run down what are some of the biggest glaring differences about living in the Midwest and living in, In Southern California.
2: Sure. Okay. Yeah. So Midwest versus SoCal. I mean, it's, it's way different. The first thing I think of is time, right? Mm -hmm. Time moves so much slower out here. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, like we've only been together for like, you know, two and a half hours a day, but it feels like 12.
0: That is true. (laughs)
2: Like it's just, cause there's just less, there's less to do, you know, like, and like, it's takes less time to get places um i l- like i love that about here and it's sort of one of those things where like there's i mean cuz in LA like everything is just crazy mad there's always something going on there's always 12 things you need to get done and everything is move 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 always really really fast mm-hmm. and like there's been a lot of days where i'm just like man wouldn't it be nice to live in the Midwest, have a nine to five job. And at at the end of the day, you shut off. You don't have to think about it at all. And you can just like
0: crack a beer and hang out go
2: fishing and you know, whatever. Um, and in LA, it's just, everything's very fast paced. Everything like, I mean, no one stops working at five. Like it just goes on. And, and, and as a self-employed person, like you never really get to stop working anyway. Like you can say that you have your own schedule, but when things happen, things happen. Um, so that's the big thing. It's just like how fast paced the lifestyle mm-hmm. is out there versus here. Um, and then I think just the culture, you know, like that's really broad, but like so SoCal, like really, really diverse and the Midwest, there's parts of the Midwest that have gotten a lot more diverse, but for the most part, like yeah everyone looks the same thinks the same that kind of thing so like life is just different because of that not like necessarily no good no or- there's
0: there's differences some people like their bush light in a bottle and some people like it in a can
2: that's true. So we're way different than and each other And it's becoming here. very polarized in that sense <laughs> that like the canned people, yeah, they're, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. Yeah. yeah. But keep going. Yeah. yeah. So I'll that's the big, that's the big diversity my,
0: that we have here in the Midwest. Keep you guys in my prayers. Yeah.
2: Uh, no, but like, so like, you know, it just creates a different, it just sort of creates a different culture in which like, you know, you can, you have to take a lot more into account there. Yep. Than here, you know.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. So, what about when it comes to like food? Because when I was in California for vacation, I um, know
2: I know where this is going. Yeah, go ahead. What's what do you? Uh, you, what do you 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 went to In and Out. I did go to In and Out Burger, and there was no ranch. So
0: do you need I ma- thought there was going to be a chance that I don't that know. happened.
2: I didn't realize they didn't have ranch.
0: Um but i was like there's no way they're not going to have ranch cuz like everyone has ranch right
2: yeah <laughs> i don't i can't think of a restaurant that doesn't have ranch
0: cuz even and i suppose it's because I maybe mean, they don't have like salads and stuff cuz any restaurant that has salads is going to have ranch for that right so then you're you're golden i went there and you know as a content person I didn't mind that it didn't have ranch a little bit. Like I was pissed, obviously, because I was like, I actually wanted <laughs> so ranch. You did a
2: thousand Island. I, I think it's weird that they had Thousand Island, but they didn't well, have ranch. Well, that's
0: what they spread on their burger. So oh. that's the burger spread. Um, that's yeah.
2: weird.
0: Yeah, I was very unimpressed with the fries.
2: Oh, the fries are no. No one likes the fries.
0: What, what's their deal? Why do they, why can't they figure they that do, out? They do,
2: they make them in house, but they're really short. You have to ask for them well done. Cause otherwise they're like yeah, they're basically just potato chunks, mm-hmm. just little tiny pieces of potato. You got to get them well done. So they get some little more crispy. Yep. Um, but I still think the burger, burger they do a good, good job on the yep. burger. Yeah. The burger was good. Um, but yeah, the fries, they're, they're just like the fries that are just like the sacrifice that you have to take to get the burger, you <laughs> yeah. know? It's like now,
0: so a lot of people on that video said um, Culver's is way better. Have you been to Culver's? One? I've been to Culver's. I think they're Culver's fries Culver's got their squiggle
2: fries, right? They're like
0: yeah, they're very similar. What's to, that fry called? Squiggle fries? It's a squiggly. Fry. I have no idea.
2: But, somebody will say it in the comments. Put it in the comments. What kind of fries that? Yeah. Well,
0: and so like food differences, kind of what we started getting on this is just yeah. like there's so many different like types of kale in California. (laughs) (laughs) So many different smoothie shops where I can get a kale smoothie Mm -hmm. right after my yoga session.
2: Yeah. um, Get some good hot yoga, you know, or even just put the pants on and go get the smoothie. Yeah. yeah, That's what I do.
0: Yeah. The the yoga pants, but it's just like, even like, like the Mexican food is literally Mexican food. It's not taco John's. No, some of the, Oh yeah.
2: No, like the, I had no idea what real Mexican food was mm-hmm. until I moved there. And then I was like, uh, excuse me, there's no cheese on this taco. And they're like looking at me like, mm-hmm. you stupid gringo. Um, <laughs> but like, but yeah, like some of the best Mexican food I've had is off of a roach coach. You know, I don't think they like the, them call that, but the authentic Mex- Mexican food off of a truck, Yeah, you know, really good stuff. Um, so yeah, like there's a lot of great authentic Mexican food. It's a lot of like different, like, you know, I got introduced to like Cuban food and, and uh, Indian food and sushi, you know, like sushi. Do you eat sushi? I do eat sushi. Okay, cool. Because there's a lot of people that I bring out and I'm like, oh, let's go get some sushi. And they will not try it. And I'm like, how do you know you don't like it?
0: Yeah, I, I like sushi. You got to really douse it in some soy sauce, though.
2: Okay, yeah, my wife does that. I just eat now,
0: No, I will actually say that I actually like sushi and not like the commercialized... Mm, fried like tempura yeah. stuff where it's just sushi, but then they Don't fry get, it yeah. and it just tastes like fried food. It doesn't actually taste like sushi. Like I actually like a, like a nice good regular, uh, yeah. you know, spicy tuna roll or whatever. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, but I, I, uh, I like my brother doesn't like to try things at all. He's like, is anti- he, does he still live in the Midwest? Uh, yeah. Nebraska.
0: Nice. Yeah. So he's, hopefully he's not flooding right now. Is he?
2: No, Lincoln. So oh, yeah. he's close but not. Yeah, he's yeah. he's above water. Yeah. But he's always been like Mountain De- Mount Dew Doritos guy. You know, that's his thing. He's been eating that and drinking that for like Is he like a
0: meat potatoes years. guy and yeah. doesn't eat anything with that's green?
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean he I mean he dabbles. My brother's dabbles like the green stuff.
0: We literally joke if it's literally the color green, like he won't Can't eat touch it. it. Yeah. yeah. Green M&Ms throw them out. <laughs> Exactly uh,
2: Anything on St. Patrick's Day Just doesn't eat Yeah he doesn't just even he, doesn't, he
0: just stays in his room On St. Patrick's yeah, Day He, he closes the
2: door Call um, me tomorrow uh, No but Yeah like I was always the, Like an adventurous Like let's try everything mm-hmm. And he was like No I know what I like I'm gonna eat what I like And there's something To be respectable about that That you, like he knows What he wants Right But anyway So he comes out And I'm like Forcing him into eating sushi I'm like You're gonna try it You're gonna try it Cause then you're gonna know Whether or not so you like it So is he your it. little brother? No older Oh Yeah Um, so I get him to eat it and he hates it. (laughs) I I thought that was going to end way differently. I thought it was the other way around. Everyone thought that and he hated it and he was just like pissed. And I'm like, well, now I feel bad because you haven't eaten anything. So they took him to
0: McDonald's
2: and it was okay. I don't remember. (laughs) Yeah, probably something like that, but it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so another difference or whatever, like. Because like the Midwest, Midwest culture, like people are nice, right? Like you're just known for being nice.
0: Yeah. So does that hold up? Because we all think that we're being nice, but are mm-hmm. we actually? Bush burp. Jeez. Are uh, we actually as nice as what they say?
2: Yeah. I mean, you notice it. So I think yes, but I also think that I don't know that people in SoCal are ne- necessarily not nice. Um, but they are. But it's. But I've got a reason for it. Let's okay. hear it. All right, so first off I'll tell you my, my most recent experience. Flew to the Midwest. I landed and my mother-in-law came to pick us up and she like pulls up at the airport and parks her car like not next to the curb but like another car away from the curb because yeah. there was somebody by the curb. Yep. So now we're just like out in the middle of, you know, in everyone's way and we're, like, loading up the kids and trying to strap all the car seats in. So it's taken a long time, and now we've become in somebody else's way, right? In L.A., we would have definitely gotten, you know, at least some side eye, if not, like, been yelled at um, because of the inconvenience that would have caused. Like, that would have been a huge inconvenience at LAX because we would have, like, you know, traffic there is bad enough the way it is, but would have just, like, ruined everyone's day right? in some small way, right? Um, But— in, 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 in the Midwest, like it happened. And there was this guy who we were kind of like in his way and he was just like, we're like, Oh, Hey, sorry about that. Oh no, it's okay. Take your time. <laughs> where are you guys just going like, or coming yeah, from? Yeah, Where are you coming from? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got an aunt out there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> great. Well, Hey, you know, enjoy your stay. Yeah. Um, but so in, in, uh, SoCal, like people like it's, you have so much to get done in one day and it's so hard to get anywhere because of traffic. But if anyone inconveniences you, you just live it because you're like, you know, everything's going to be thrown off now. But like, even if you want to be nice, it's hard to be nice. Like because of traffic. Yeah. Like one day I was driving, I was driving down one way and this lady like pulled out through the intersection And she clipped the like boulevard Mm -hmm. and cause she didn't see it. She couldn't see it from her angle in their giant SUV and her hubcap came flying off (laughs) and you could tell she was just really confused. And I was like, Oh man, I should like stop and help that lady. Right. But she was like on the other side of the boulevard. And I'm like, if I turn around and go over there, it's literally going to take me a half an hour just to, just to go say, Hey, you are right. Like this is what happened. Here's your hubcap. Like it would have taken me a half an hour. It was literally just, really inconvenient to be nice. Yeah. Where in the Midwest you just go, Hey, Hey, how's it going? Hey, here it is. You know, yep. like a hundred percent. Yeah. So that's my thing. I think it's, I think it's m- more, it's easier to be nice. Nah, well,
0: one nice thing that happened,
2: <laughs> the one nice thing
0: that happened in when California? I was in Cali is I was looking for the one Natter days beer that by natural oh, light, yeah. they weren't, it's not a bunch of liquor stores that ordered it, but they hadn't got it yet. Mm. And one guy told me that he had one sample can. Wow. You got his
2: only can. I got
0: his only can in the store. um, But then he became not nice because he made me buy it for 89 cents. He didn't just give me the sample can. (laughs) So so I literally had to swipe my card for like 89 cents. Can I charge that 35% processing fee? (laughs) And uh, so whatever, I got my can, but. He was nice enough to be like, Hey man, I got this in the back and he went and got it, but then he made me pay for it. So. Wow. What was his name? I don't remember, but, um, no, it's just funny because there are very noticeable differences, mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. So are you going to move
2: back to the Midwest ever? It's up for debate. You know, it's up for debate. I, I, I would love the cheap real estate. Yep. I could get in a mansion for what I'm like, you'd be, you would cry if you saw how much I paid for our place. Um, Well, that's
0: like on all the like house Hunter HGTV videos uh, when they're like saying their budgets, $1.3 million. And then you see
2: it and you're like, uh, that's like the size of my townhouse. So
0: like everyone in the Midwest is like, are you, how is their budget that much? Like, are you kidding me? That's Uh astronomical. And it's like, well, that's how much everything costs there.
2: Yeah. It's insane. Like, what the amount of money that I spend every month is insane. Like it just it comes in and out, especially with two kids. Yeah. I mean, I, we spent like sixteen thousand dollars on daycare last year. Jesus. Maybe it was twelve thousand. Either way, it was five numbers.
0: Yeah, that's a and lot. And That's insane because yeah. we only
2: send them three days a week. <laughs> okay, that's the most shocking. The three days a week thing yeah. is crazy. Yeah. So um, like. Yeah. It's insane. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just costs so much. So like, I mean, that would be one reason to move back is like just the cost of living. It would be, but we're also 10 years, we've lived out there 10 years now. So like we have our, our bodies have changed drastically in terms of what they kind of, whether they'll handle. (laughs) Like, yeah, we had the,
0: uh, we had the door open on the, uh, on the on bunker the on yeah. the bunker today. And it was open
2: and, and my my nipples just got hard <laughs> instantly. Diamond, diamond cutters. Diamond cutters. I started just cutting through glass just because <laughs> it felt like I needed to make them useful. Uh <laughs> that's a great visual for it was everyone weird listening. Because yeah. you were like, you're like, Taylor, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know, man. I gotta do this. I'm like, hey,
0: why are you trying to cut the window or yeah. whatever? But yeah. Um so I got two questions left for that's you. So One dumb. <laughs> Is where'd you get that hat? <laughs> oh yeah. So if you're listening on the podcast, if you're watching, you can see it. But if you're listening, it is a brown. I don't know what is that, it's
2: neoprene? Like, what it? it's almost like silk.
0: Yeah. It's a it's a brown hat, but it's a bomber hat, but it's not like your traditional one where you could strap it underneath your chin. <laughs> it's I it, think it's
2: a kid's. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's
0: kind of small. It literally like goes to like this top lip on this on his cheek
2: it it's um, got, I feel like it has the same look that they had in the movie Fargo though yeah right the I, yeah, chief
0: yeah you, that's your uh chief I Fargo hat going
2: <laughs> up um and it is just a poop brown you know, color yeah. <laughs> it is this is my favorite hat um i've I've had this for years. I had it back in the mid when I lived in the midwest ten years ago um I don't remember where I got it I probably got it out of like a lost and found or something. <laughs> Um, something like that where I I didn't pay for it. I'll tell you that I didn't pay for I it. I really
0: hope you didn't, but, um, I <laughs> it's think it's comfy at least.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, do you yeah. want to try it
0: on? Uh, yeah, let me try it on. You see this baby.
2: It's probably pretty warm now. Oh, the, Well, so it does there, have buttons like it you could strap it. No, it's not. Oh, you still, I must think there was maybe a strap that came underneath. Oh yeah. All right. I'm going to try it on. And
0: then, so while I'm trying this on, my last question is, what do you think of the bunker?
2: Like I was saying, I really like. Uh, I mean, it, it it's about, like I said, like twelve thousand square feet. I think you got that. <laughs> it's got. I like the crown molding that you did here. Oh, the yeah. crown molding oh, yeah. and uh, um, I like uh, oh the the stairs up to the third floor. That's cool. I was up to the third floor where the arcades at.
0: Yeah, and, we had uh, an arcade up there. Um, mm-hmm. had a hot tub up there.
2: Yeah. And the slide down is really nice. Yeah, yeah, we got a
0: fire pole out back too, if you want to try that out be before you leave. Yeah, by the Humvees. Yeah. Humvees. It. Um, it's my own version of the Rob Deerdeck Fantasy Factory. Um, yes. Uh,
2: so. yeah, no, it's cool, man. Like I wish I had a space like this. And like that's the other great thing about the Midwest. Like, if I was in the Midwest, I would have a giant, I would have my I'd have a dude dad bunker. Yeah, you know, rent out because it's basically just a shop space. Um, I imagine like rent on this is, is my hat look my hair look really bad.
0: No, it looks it looks like you're from Southern California.
2: <laughs> you mean <laughs> you mean just really good. No, it's slick slicked. It's too well it's slicked because it's been under a hat all day. Uh and it's just I haven't washed it in like two months.
0: Yeah. Um You're doing some natural treatment, some with like essential oils or something, right? You just wait. It's <laughs>
2: My my mom and my wife are both hardcore essential oils people. Like, like they, you know, I'm. I will be in my deathbed, and they will both be there, rubbing me down with essential oils,
0: Sticking bringing this me help. back to yeah. life.
2: Yeah. So we, we use a lot of essential oils in my house. We uh, vape them. Not vape them. Vape them. We. Uh, <laughs> vape guns. What's that called? No. Uh, what's that called? Uh, um, yeah, they vaporize them into the air yeah. with diffuser. They yeah. diffuse them she they put them in roller balls and we rub them on our on our feet and our ankles and everywhere. Um that sounds miserable to me. It smells good. <laughs> it smells good. <laughs> you
0: smell like lavender then?
2: Yeah, lavender's a big one. I,
0: I knew I smelled it. Lavender? Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, it's my musk.
0: Now that we've completely derailed and talking about lavender essential yeah, oils. Yeah, the
2: essential. Yeah, so yeah, your bunker Smells like lavender. The,
0: the correct answer was yes, Miles. This place is awesome. I'm so glad that you invited <laughs> you me.
2: <want? laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I immediately made it about how I wish I had one. Yeah, it was almost.
0: Yeah, it, it immediately went to you. But uh, no, you,
2: I talked about your crown molding and oh, how yeah, I liked it. Oh yeah, I, I was making stuff up. In uh, actuality, this place is great. I wish I had one. I will. I'd love to come back. Um, <laughs> You know, I'll come back, we'll build something in here we'll we'll uh not that anything needs to be built, yeah, it's already fantastic. I yeah. mean, your set looks fantastic, yeah, yeah. I mean that what in the all folks seriousness. can see
0: behind looks fantastic. the rest i got I got crap everywhere, but well,
2: I mean, and you've got this live studio audience out here of like what is that two hundred people Woo! <laughs> God. Stop. Thanks for stopping by guys. Thank you. Thank you. Well, man,
0: I appreciate you stopping by all the way from Southern California, but a true Midwesterner at heart. Thank you. Um, thanks for having me. Yeah. I'm, I hope that my audience goes and checks out your video. They should go check out your videos, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, a little bit of Twitter. You told me, um, (laughs) barely Twitter, barely Twitter. Uh, but go check him out. He's Dude dad on all that stuff. And, uh, let them know. Um, yeah,
2: I've got a big uh, I've got a big challenge coming up against uh, the famous Chip Gaines from oh, HGTV. Yeah. We're doing that in June. I challenged him to a playhouse building competition for charity. So we're gonna be raising a bunch of money for St. Jude. Uh, coming awesome. up in I think in June. So so be looking for
0: stuff like that. Go give him a follow. Go give him a like, share, whatever. Um, thanks for coming on, man. Thank you, Miles. You need to uh, stay warm before you can head back.
2: So yeah. I'm going to I'm going to go hit up the cocoa machine that you have on the third floor. <laughs>
0: well, that one's yeah, we moved it to the third floor. It was on the fifth floor, but Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um yeah. yeah.
2: is the elevator. Just, Cheers Cheers, man. Cheers.
0: Thanks, man. Ah,
2: God, that's cold.
0: So that was our interview with Taylor. Um great guy. Sounds like he's a great dad as well. He's a dude dad. He's a dude but also a dad. Yeah. That's actually a stick. It's he's cool. The old uh um you can be a dad, but also still be a dude and not, like, be, like,
1: you know, still have right. fun with stuff and all that. And how and how old are his kids again? I have no idea. But they're, they're probably younger. They're young. It'll be interesting when when his kids grow up, what technological age they grow up in, and if, if Facebook will still be the... Well, we'll see. Also, like, they'll see,
0: like, growing up with a dad who put their entire childhood on the Internet. Yeah. It's going to be interesting, too. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, he, uh, I mean... He's got millions, millions and millions and millions and millions of views. Um, I think he was telling me that one of his Facebook videos on just his page has got like 11 million views. Wow. But then he also like licensed it to some other bigger pages that posted it. You know, you know, those types of pages that post just other people's content. Um, And he said collectively with all those pages and his page, he thinks it's probably closer to like 100 million views. (sighs) Holy shit just smokes. on one video. So um yeah, he's doing some good stuff. Um it's nice to get a fresh different perspective on the podcast.
1: Um versus just my perspective.
0: Yeah, he was uh yeah, he's cool. He's drinking drinking uh Corona.
1: But whatever. interesting.
0: Yeah. I'm surprised we let that one fly. Well, I, in, you'll you'll see the video. The video okay. will come out next week. Uh the video we that I did with him and um, we'll post it on our page and stuff. So, um, But he also says if he's going to drink beer in the Midwest, he drinks Miller Lite, and that's when I almost kicked him out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I think the video will be fun. It'll be cool. And Good. so, yeah, he uh, is from a little small town, and nothing's better in a small town than a small town bar, Ryan. This is what the essence of our bar takeovers is around is we want to go meet the people that are the fans of the you betcha page. Um, but not only just meet the, like, these, I mean, this is what we used to do. We, yeah. we, we still do, I guess. Yeah, Is like, we were just the people who would go to our local bar every single weekend and drink and have fun and hang out. Um, and so we just want to go do that
1: with everyone in the Midwest. So... It's yeah, like, I look back to You, Bet you Palooza, and uh, you know there was hundreds and hundreds of people at you, Bet you Palooza, and but we were outside, like there was a lot of room to to walk around yeah, it and do whatever. Didn't feel you, like we were at a bar necessarily. So you get hundreds and hundreds of people inside of a small town bar. The town's going to be rocking. Yeah, it's going to be pretty fun. Now, have you looked up? Uh, you said we're going to Joyce. Yep, uh, Joyce, Iowa. Have you looked up the population of Joyce, Iowa? I
0: have not. It's a, I think it's a town. So here's it's a township, I believe. Um, Joyce is and it's actually going to be that one's going to be at a wedding like venue. Okay. that has a bar. Yep. So it'll be
1: a bigger space. It won't be like your traditional. <laughs> what is it? <that? laughs> Two hundred and eighteen people. Yes, at, well, as of two thousand seventeen. I love that. That's that's phenomenal. Yeah. So, but there's a lot of other surrounding sure. areas. Yep. But
0: so the reason why I was really pumped about going to Joyce is, uh, and we'll announce the 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 venue here soon. Yeah. Once we get everything figured out, but uh, what I was excited about is so. Another page on the internet is called Iowa chill. Yep. Um, And they run, I think they also run Midwest versus everybody on Twitter. And I've been chatting with those guys and I think they're actually be coming to some of the bar takeovers as well and doing content. But I told him that we're going to Joyce and he said, he was just like, Oh yeah, that's a hell of a place to go. And I was like, (laughs) all right, they're small, but apparently they like to drink Bush light. And apparently uh, this is going to be a great place to, spend our weekend, Ryan. So that's going to be great. Um, that made me feel pretty good about that. Um, I wonder if they have like a Hilton or like a uh,
1: courtyard by Mary. Oh, we're staying
0: in Albert Lee, which is actually in Minnesota. Okay. Which is like 15, 20 miles away or whatever.
1: Yeah. Joyce probably doesn't have like a Hilton.
0: I don't know. <laughs> um, know? That was a- <laughs> yeah. But uh, we'll be staying there. That'll be interesting. The vlog from that's going to be interesting, I think. Yeah. But, yeah. Um. Yeah. But so I was at an event this weekend and it just sparked my mind of like the different types of people you see at the bar. Yep. Um, And one that sticks out. Well, there's so many that stick out, but there's always the, uh, the, the low, low hang fruit of different types of people that the one first one is the loud guy, right? Yep. He's always running around wooing. He's the, he's the male version of the woo girl. Mm hmm. Um, but it's got a lot more testosterone behind it. And so they're usually running around and calling guys out for not drinking enough. Yeah. Hey, I've, you only got one beer in your hand. You need another (laughs) one or, uh, you you know, you've been nursing that beer for a while. Um, you better start drinking. (laughs) And, uh, so there's that guy.
1: Um, do you know guys like that, Ryan? Um, oh, it just brings me back it brings me back to my college days. Um, like you see every time you are one of those types of people yeah. being a college kid. That was what I was going to get to. Um, but yeah, there's always I looked at, at it more as like yeah, I might be nursing the spear, but if you're going to re-up me for my next beer because I'm not yeah. drinking it fast enough, he, like, bring you, it on, baby. You held on long enough to where he's going to buy you yeah, a beer. Yeah, yeah. it's strategic now, in don't a sense. get me
0: wrong. We need these guys because they keep the party rolling. Yes. Or they get the party started. Yep. Um, they're usually the ones that if it's kind of a dead atmosphere and they come in, I believe they would call him Good Time Charlie. Sure. Um, I think that's on like a Montgomery Gentry song or something like that. Okay. Um good time Charlie with a Harley. Uh, But yeah, so that's one of them. Another one is the more opposite guy. So this one's more specific to when I see people at the bar. It's usually a quieter guy. Yep. And they, he'll just come up to me and go like, hey man, love your page. Do you mind if I just snap a pic quick? And just like, we just take a quick selfie and then he's just gone. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like He's just a shyer guy and like yep. doesn't want to sit in small talk or whatever, but it just comes up and, and you see those guys at the bar. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they're they usually around where all the action's going, but they are not necessarily the ones creating the action. The action.
1: Yeah. But you know he's going to take that photo and he's going to go show his, his wife and he's going to go show his buddies yeah. and like all the people that he's comfortable around. He's going to brag about that so much.
0: Yeah. And so... You definitely saw that type of person um, What other
1: types of people do you see at the bar, Ryan? There's always um, I feel like Regardless of the size of the bar. There's always the two to three to six like 21 or 22 or 23 year olds that yeah. are at the bar that are usually um, right when they walk in all heads turn because that's a small small town bar so yep if they don't know you walking in they're going to they're going to look at you um until you get to the bar and you get to know people um but there's always that group of of like college aged kids that are are probably from a small town maybe back for break um they're just looking to come in and have a good time change up the scene a little bit from like your your dance party, mm-hmm. um, like techno bar or, or something like that. Um, well, and
0: they usually, I am met yeah. And like the local, so it's, it's a clash of the out of towners with yes. the locals, right? Yes. <laughs> um, but there's always like a point, right? There's a point where it's either going to go well or it's not, mm-hmm. it's going to be like the locals are going to be like, Hey, these guys are kind of fun. And then they kind <laughs> of all start meshing together and yeah. it's like a great time at a small town bar. Yep. The other way is someone gets in a fight or someone starts talking to some dude's girlfriend. Hate that, man. (laughs) I hate that. I hate that, but that happens, right? Oh, absolutely. So that's when stuff starts to go sour and then you get a whole different type of night.
1: Yeah. So I know exactly what you're saying. Um, I feel like it always helps. Even if you're going into a small town bar where like um, maybe like your uncle is in there or like, A family friend is in there if you know one person in there everyone else is gonna warm up to you. Yeah. Yeah, I agree Um, That's a good way to put it
0: because you have someone to
1: vote for you, you know, yeah Um, The small town bars that I've been to it's the atmosphere's been great. Um, There's usually just one bartender Um, Probably two to three hours in you're gonna order a pizza um, they have one pizza cooker and they have frozen Sounds good. It's so awesome.
0: We gotta get one of those for the bunker. We gotta bunker. get a pizza cooker. Yeah. <laughs> we have so much stuff to get for the bunker. <laughs> we will if we get a pizza oven, then we have to get a freezer. Yeah, and then we gotta and get we frozen to get pizza. pizza. Yeah, but then we have to get somewhere to sit on. Then we also need plates for that. It's just That's a, a lot f- for one pizza. <laughs>
1: We could just that, walk to Taco with John. three dollar <laughs> frozen pizza turns into like a couple hundred dollars yeah. for just a pizza. Yeah, but it's it's the cost of doing business, you know. You,
0: everything's the cost of doing business <laughs> for Ryan. Um, um,
1: another
0: another person that we see at the bar, um, just from even just like last weekend, mm-hmm. is the I, this one's a gal. And this gal doesn't do stuff unless their other friend does it with them. Sure. Yep. So they won't go dance on the dance floor unless their friend comes with them. They don't get a drink at the bar unless their friend comes, gets them. Yeah. She can't go anywhere. They got to go bathroom together. Um, she's going to go out for a smoke break. She needs someone to come with her. Just everything. They're codependent on this other person. Um, and And oftentimes this other person... It's kind of mean to that girl, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not necessarily a very awesome relationship between the two.
1: But that's one that I kind of saw this weekend. Um, I don't know. Can we, I tell you one thing I like about small town bars? You know it's a small town bar when we should play that game. Okay. You know it's a small town bar when they only serve beer in cans or bottles. Okay. You know it's a small town
0: bar when.
1: Yeah,
2: you froze on
1: you froze on camera. Yes, just give me a second, Ryan. All right, I I, I got you on this one. <laughs> you know it's a small town
0: bar when. The bartender goes shot for shot with everyone in the bar.
1: Sure. Okay. You know it's a small town bar when there's shake of the day. Oh, I do like shake of the day. Mm -hmm. You know it's a small
0: town bar when the bartender knows your address and when they tell you it's time to go home, (laughs) they need to give you directions (laughs) to your own house. Okay. Ah, This one's kind of out of left field. You know it's a small town bar when you if you play anything other than country music on the jukebox or the touch tunes or
1: whatever people are mad. You know it's a small town bar when there's one 22-inch TV up in the corner. <laughs> like it's like built
0: into the wall. <laughs> yeah. It's been yep. there since
1: like 92.
0: Yep. yep. Yeah, yeah. Um <sighs> You know, it's a small town bar when you accidentally sit in some local guy's spot at the bar.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's a small town bar when there is a sliding beer cooler next to the bar. Oh, I know what you're talking about for sure. Yep. Yep. (laughs) I do love that. Um
0: You know, it's a small, this is a great one. You know, it's a small town bar when the bartender goes out for a smoke break (laughs) and just leaves the bar unattended for about 10 to 15 minutes and people just go behind the bar themselves.
1: But they also still put that beer on their tab because they're good people. Yep. You know, it's a small town bar when they have wood chips that represent free drinks. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about.
0: You know oh, you know it's a small town bar when the locals have a monthly
1: bill at the bar every month <laughs> so that they don't have to close out their bar tab at the end of the night. Yep. You know it's a small town bar when there's at least five head mounts on the wall. That was a good one, Ryan. Obviously, yeah, head mounts, fish, sure, yeah the whole shebang. Yep.
0: Taxidermy. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. We, I, I want to get a taxidermist as a sponsor on the podcast. Yeah, that'd be pretty great. Wouldn't that be funny? Yep. And then we can uh, actually get a fish mount up there instead of just big mouth bush bass.
1: Yeah, I wish I could have brought like a big 30-inch walleye back from Lake Winnipeg. Yeah, but you suck at fishing, so. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was a dry lake. We couldn't drink. There was, there was no luck. Well, that was, well, that's why. Right, Couldn't yeah. drink. Which is fine. I get it. Oh, bush burp. But, um, yeah, if you're a taxidermist and you think that European mount could look better, reach out to us,
0: yeah, absolutely. You know you're from a small town bar, you know you're in a small <laughs> town bar when um you
1: even just look at your Uber app and everyone in the room just starts laughing at you. <laughs> you know you're at a small town bar when they do potlucks on Super Bowl Sunday Ooh, that you also know
0: you're in a small town bar when there's a meat raffle every Thursday oh, or yeah. Friday night oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> Paul Ryan hmm. hmm you know you're in a small you know you're in a small town bar when you can't they run out of frozen pizzas there so you run to your house quick And then you throw your frozen pizza in their pizza (laughs) oven. I like that
1: one. (laughs) You got any more, Ryan? Is that the end of that segment? I think that's probably the end of it. I was trying to think of one, um, like, you know, you're at a small town bar when uh, you get, like, (laughs) what I always think of is talking to, like, the guy down the bar who's got, like, some pretty good hunting land and you might buy him a drink. You might get to talk try into and try Butter him up a little butter bit. Butter him up a little yeah. bit. And uh, you might get access to his hunting land the next day. That uh, That's such a small town bar thing. Like, hey, we're the, uh, you know, we're out pheasant on this morning. Uh, only shot a couple, kind of looking for a new spot tomorrow. Like, you know where we can find any birds? Yeah,
0: I to, And they usually have like talk with their Yeah, gr- I got hundreds of birds gr- around gr- my place. Gr- gr- grumbly voiceless. Sounds like they got rocks in their mouth and they're like, you know what? I got a nice piece of land over here. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? My my son-in-law is just not quite what we thought he was with the gun behind him, <laughs> and so we just are going to leave him at home tomorrow. So if you want to take a spot, we can definitely do that. <laughs> but
1: that's just how it <laughs> goes. But they won't give you like they won't give you like um, any like, special. Hey, let's meet here. Uh, they'll just be like, yeah, you'll, we'll you'll sh- go uh, we'll five miles south and then take a left on Highway 690, and then, and and then, then we'll then, meet you right there at the patch.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, what? Okay, we'll meet you at the patch. Yeah, we'll meet you there in the corner. Um, but most people who are locals will understand what that means. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just from, this just all just reminds me of when I go pheasant hunting in (laughs) South Dakota. It's in a very dinky teeny town. Exactly what we're talking about. Um, that's where I got most of those ideas from was it's in Plankington, South Dakota and they just are the smallest town ever. Um, but there's just such good pheasant hunting around there. Yeah. That when I mean that's like keeping the whole town in business almost. Yeah. Um, but
1: when we were doing that segment, were you thinking of one bar in yeah. pra- I was too- Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of the Tolna North Dakota bar, the the um I think it's called the the backfield or the yeah, I think it's called the backfield, like like the football backfield. Right. I was thinking one bar the whole time because that is the epitome of small-town bar. Yep. Been there multiple times. It's great.
0: I was thinking of the Plank Inn. Sure. At Plank Tin in <laughs> South Dakota. Um, they have their... Um,
1: yeah. So, um This yeah. is getting me more pumped up about bar takeovers. Yeah, so this is going to be fun. Iowa is going to be super fun.
0: Yeah, it'll be fun. We have... Uh, we'll be... We'll be there on May 18th, but before that, we'll be May tw- April 27th at the Showboat Saloon in Wisconsin Dells. I think earlier in the day, they're going to have like a mini golf tournament or something. Ooh. And then uh, we'll take over the bar in the evening, shoot the podcast, shoot some other content, hang out, have a good time, um, drink some bush lattes,
1: and we're just going to take over the bars. Print some t-shirts. You're liking that idea more now, aren't you? Yeah, I think that could be fun. Yeah. I think it could be really fun. I agree. So we'll, uh, we'll hopefully see
0: some of the fans, hopefully see some of the listeners at these bar takeovers over the next six months or so um, because that's what this is all about is just getting Midwest people together to drink, hang out, and just do Midwest stuff. So... This You Betcha Radio podcast was brought to you by our friends at the Bev Buckle. Bev Buckle is a belt buckle that is the world's first retractable drink holder, and you can find them at bevbuckle.com. That's B E V B U C K L E.com. And you can get 15% off of your order by using promo code You Betcha with no space. Y O U B E T C H A at BevBuckle.com using promo code UBETCHA for 15% off.
1: Guys, thanks again for tuning in to episode 12 of the UBETCHA you you radio podcast. We talked a little bit about March Madness. We had a super good interview with Dude Dad, and we gave you a little insight on the future bar takeovers and what it feels like to be in a small-town bar. So remember, the Nectar of the Gods Mountains shirt, what Miles gave in a neck sweatshirt um miles gave an an audio visual earlier in the podcast it gives you guys a good description of what you're gonna that doesn't make you
0: want to buy it ryan nothing will no then we're we're screwed
1: yep um pack up shop so go check out the merch we also have some yb branded t-shirts um it's been a good run for march um so i'm looking forward to printing that stuff up it's a little different than what we usually do but i think it'll still look good yeah yeah absolutely um Again, guys, go follow us on social media at oh, you betcha. That's at ohhh, you betcha. Ryan the t shirt guy. Um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Ryan the t shirt guy. And then our two newest page pages at moms.hotdish on Instagram and Facebook. That's at moms.hotdish, the official Midwestern meme page of the Midwest. Some uh, alliteration going on there. I like that, Ryan. And then also go follow the Ranch Wrangler guys. We're wrangling up the best viscosity, the best ranch in the Midwest. That's at Ranch Wrangler. Um, The In N Out, I was a little bit disappointed with the In N Out episode, um, but I think they deserved it. Yeah, they deserved to get flicked off. Yeah. They didn't have any ranch. Um, and their fries stunk. Yeah, see, and I never had any background going... N- normally, like, we'll talk about it and what, how, yeah. how everything went, and I never had any background, so I saw the, the teaser photo um, of the middle finger at the in and out You were like, uh-oh. And uh, I was a little bit disappointed right away, but um, when I found out the verdict as to why you did that... Um, it made sense. It made sense. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, also,
0: just be looking for the bar takeover... Uh, dates and locations, so maybe you can get to one uh, by your hometown or your state at least. Uh, we're gonna try and get as many states as we can. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we're traveling, man. Yeah, we're traveling. We're gonna be nomads here coming up. Yeah, um, I'm miles. You betcha, you guy. May your ranch always be runny. Your bush lattes forever be cold. Cheers.
1: Yeah, betcha, yeah. Yeah.